I'm always less well-spoken when I'm with him. He brings me down. He hasn't even got his headphones on right now, actually. He reminds me, by simply being around him, he reminds me I'll always be a South Londoner. He's the sometimes muscular and always art slacker Mickey Boyd. I'm Daniel Ruiz Tyson. Please don't hug me. You're listening to Please Don't Hug Me. Yes, more rhinoplasty than GCSEs. We're back. Good evening. Uh, how are you, Mick? Yeah, well, well. Ooh, we, we've, a good day. we've got the first show uh, in the new flat out the way. Yeah, well, I, well, I say new flat. Obviously, I've been here for some months. Yeah. You visited the other uh, the other night, didn't you, a few nights ago? Twice now. Twice. What have you been up to today? Just I mowed the grass today. Mowed the grass? I mowed the grass. I went uh, training. And uh, I took the dog for another walk again. Yeah, nothing, nothing too spectacular, but yeah, all good, wholesome stuff. You've seamlessly adapted to my no shoes policy, which uh, is impressive. Mm, I know yeah. you're not necessarily a fan of it, but surely it's less awkward than last year in the hotel. Where do you remember you'd walk in, and we had this sort of narrow little border where the shoes would have to come off. It was very awkward. Yeah, one of us would be in the doorway, but here, you know, I've got the antechamber thing going yeah, on. Yeah. I like antechamber. Yeah. Like it, yeah, shoes come off there. We yeah. we walk into the space. Yeah. So you called it antechamber. I called that a, a hole. Well, Martin actually named that, and I think it's a very yeah, it's a good name. It's a big bloke. It's a big call. Yeah, yeah. How, how are you two? Any any uh, progress on the uh, working out thing? We're looking at maybe talking to each other over the weekend. And consulting, and then maybe starting going training at up the South Bank next week. Good stuff. So good stuff. Good. So you can come and video if you want. These uh, these new mics uh, that you're looking at, Mick. I bought them. Uh, well, I won't say where I bought them from, but let's just say I was advised uh, by a guy working there. Uh, well, I I went into the shop and I asked someone about mics, and the girl said, "Go and see the small guy over there behind the till," <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, he was incredibly small. You seriously, you could barely see him. But I was very uncomfortable with that. You know, yeah. it's very emasculating. You know, I'm sure their colleagues have probably been, been working together for a while. Could she not find another way to describe him? We know he's small. She, yeah. I knew straight away he was small. Um, I did well when I was talking to him. I stood back. I gave him some uh, space. Yeah. But it's embarrassing. Could, I mean, where do you stand on that? Yeah, it's embarrassing. We've all got like defining features, haven't we? Like for me, I suppose he's baldness now. Yeah. Before, when I was big, it was fat bald bloke. You know what I mean? With you. You can say like the tall skinny fella. You know what I mean? So I think we've all got, it's just that where he's small, it's quite hurtful. Yeah. You see, like you say, and he knows he's small. He knows he's small. Later yeah. on, what happened is I didn't get the mics that day. I got the advice from him that day. I went back a few days later. I was in Putney, went back a few days later and ended up speaking to a manager who was contradicting the advice this guy gave me. And uh, so I said, well, one of your staff said this and that. And he said like, well, who said that? Because he wasn't very happy that I was saying someone completely gone against what he was saying yeah and i almost said the small guy yeah. but i just checked myself at the last minute I thought, i'm not going to call this guy small so what did you call him i just uh, i looked for him and obviously i couldn't see him because of his height yeah. but then i just described him and what i went for was rather than the height he had you know the sort of distinctive kind of uh tram line beers that you get a lot of these portuguese kids around here yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the sort of yeah. stupid beards. it's almost like a first beard the kids get they can't grow the full beard so what they do is they make the most of what they've got oh, yeah uh, they they uh, define it very defined kind of beard, so that's how I described him. But I'm I'm kind of proud of myself yeah, for that. Yeah, you did well there, don't you think? You know, talk to another man about a smaller fella. You could sort of like start winking and nodding and taking the mickey. Yeah. Because I've got one of my pals is quite short. Yeah. He's as strong as an ox, so you yeah, yeah. take the mickey. Out well, this guy had a very big chest. Yeah, I wonder yeah. if he's thinking, well, you know, I could be in trouble here. It's a it's a hard city. This I've got to work out. Very yeah. uh, a, a torso, perhaps more powerful than your own. 
Yeah, probably. Yeah. If you've got your pound for pound, I bet it was. Yeah, uh, you definitely. know, like one of these little uh, Eastern European weightlifters you get at the Olympics. Young the Turks. Very yeah, good. yeah, they're very, very good, good, aren't they? Very they're very good. You're listening to Please Don't Hug Me. I've been looking at some news stories uh, for us uh, over the last few days. I thought this net, this this first story I'm opening with this was very curious uh, for me. Uh, Somalian kidnappers, you know, there's a big kidnapping issue over there. <laughs> Don't look so worried. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not expecting you to be familiar with this story. All of a sudden, you know, the, the, the windows get burst in. <laughs> I, know you, I know you were busy watching BBC4. You didn't have yeah, time to yeah, read the news. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a strange story. Somalian kidnappers escaped with an elderly French hostage over the weekend following a battle with Kenyan coast guards and military forces. Gunman snatched this disabled woman from her beach home close to where a British guy was killed and his wife was abducted three, three uh, weeks ago. You know, not, not good. Nothing unusual about that, though. Yeah. Uh, she has reduced mobility. She uses a wheelchair. She's 66. Here's what struck me. A 39-year-old man who was there and ordered to lie face down by kidnappers along with rest of the, the rest of the house staff was described by local journalists as her partner. <laughs> That's a 27-year yeah, age gap. Yeah. The woman appears to be wealthy. She has her own staff. They were all held hostage. Surprise, she was, yeah, she was the only one taken. My immediate thoughts were, was he with her for genuine reasons? Is no. this a proper relationship? And, you know, the age gap is going to be mentioned by the investigators. They may be laughing as we are about it. You know, yeah, they, they, yeah. they won't be laughing in front of him. But behind his back, they may be thinking, what is this guy in it for? We know what he's in it for, yeah. You know. He's uh, in it for the money. You know, it's as simple as that. All the way through the negotiations, this is going to be raised. People let's, are, right, let's put it this way. Yeah, let's put it this way. You're there with your partner, yeah? Yeah. People run in, yeah? Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I still reckon, you know, the old death before dishonour thing, I might have mentioned it before. If what's you what's that? I'll, I'll tell you later. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, if my if someone threatened my wife with a gun, hmm. and this might be a bit naive of me, but I'd actually try and run at them or something. I'd try and do something. You wouldn't just lie on the floor, would you? If you mm. genuinely love this woman. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You wouldn't, you wouldn't just like leave her to be taken away, wheeled off. Very true. You know what I mean? Wheeled <laughs> off into the, into the Somali night, and then he's just lying there thinking, Christ, you know what I mean? What's going on? You think, who knows? You might actually want her to go, you know. That's what I'm thinking. But also, I, I was thinking, I might have kept that quiet. You don't know if she's ever going to be rescued. Do you need strangers to know that you're dating a woman that's 27 years older than that's you? That's all right. Just how could we go out of a 66-year-old woman, you know? Well, I mean, if, if there was money, and oh. if she wasn't in a scooter, yeah. you know, maybe for a year till, till her time ran out and oh. I was going to inherit something. Oh, come on, no. Bill people, Burr. Bill people. Burr says what you do is you just, you, you, you kind of, uh, write, you, you, you pin her will on the wall, <laughs> telling you what you're going to get, and you just bang the arse yeah. off her. Yeah, uh, yeah but that's not 66. People live a lot longer there. They do. Medicine's come a long way. But, you know, I mean, uh, and we're not laughing at this, but she's got no. the disability thing oh, yeah, going on as well. Oh, yeah, uh, no, no, but I'm saying 27-year age gap, she's, she's disabled. Yeah, uh, look at the... You've done all sorts of disability. Could have been just an accident. You know, like Could be. Got a leg, she can't use her legs in the story. Right? But also, look into the future. Uh, you know, this man, obviously, uh, hopefully this woman will be rescued. Will they resume their relationship? Yeah. At, at some point, that relationship's going to end. When you when he meets another woman, is he going to tell her about this relationship? Isn't this the kind of relationship that would embarrass you? His face is all over French newspaper, French you know, the media in France, and also you know the, the lady when she opens, she gets rescued, she comes back, she's just like slapping around the head. Why didn't you come? Why didn't you try and help me? What well, these kidnappings seem to drag on for a while. It could be a couple of years before she's back. Is he going to hold off on the shagging? No. Do you think you'll still be putting it about? Of course you will. Of course you will. Wouldn't you? Well, I'm I'm not going to answer that. I know. Why not? I suspect. 
I know what this guy's going to be doing. He yeah. may wait a few weeks, but he's going to be, I he's not going to hold out. I guarantee you, Stephen, into the housemaid now as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I found this next story a little sad. Um, Christine Hemming, wife of John Hemming. <laughs> please, <laughs> please don't look so worried. <laughs> I'm, not ex- <laughs> I'm not expecting you to have read this stuff. I know you don't even read your local, whatever, Kent Messenger. Yeah, I've had not read it. Now, Christine Hemming, wife of John Hemming, lived MMP for Birmingham. She was found guilty of breaking into the home of her husband's mistress, Emily Cox, and stealing a kitten. The incident was caught on uh, CCTV. Uh, 16 minutes of footage caught on camera. She's crawling around on her hands and knees outside the house and going off with this cat. Uh, you know, she's been widely mocked. But, uh, you know, as the, uh, I think Barbara Ellen in The Observer wrote, uh, you know, how about looking at what made her this way? She, she's been married to a guy for 30 years. Yep. He's got a history of infidelity. Yep. Uh, he's fathered a child with his mistress, runs a second home with her. I mean, that, that, that's, that's a lot. And she wrote this passage that really struck me. Uh, anyone who has ever experienced sustained extreme emotional stress knows that sometimes it's akin to falling into a well with no bottom. And it is. There are a lot of broken people out there. You know, uh, you know obviously, uh, I think our, our, our show last year sort of documented my, my, own, my own demise. And you just get into a situation and you, and you can't believe that you're doing the things that you're doing. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's, uh, you can act like a bit irrational and all the rest of it, but that is a bit extreme, though. To nick a cat, mm. you know, I mean, you know, put the windows for or something. Not, don't they? Poor cat, you know. Then the day, what's the cat suffer? You know, put his windows in, smash, you know, smash his car up. Don't do that, you know. No point. It's that's emotional turmoil for the cat. It is. That's yeah. it for tonight's bite size. Please don't hug me. Follow us on Twitter at Please Don't Hug Me. Like the Facebook page. Two middle-aged men with a, their own Facebook page. Uh, Playing us out now, it's uh, Death Wank in Toy Town uh, by the brilliant keyboard choir. We're growing old. We really don't like it. From SW8, a good night. Good night.